up y'all i'm jay and i'm jazz and this is the salt podcast saved and living transparent we're just a couple of millennial christians navigating life while also trying to live right here we get real yeah righteous about culture current events and the church as believers we're called to be the salt of the earth so you know we got to give this world just a little bit of flavor Yo, 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 welcome back to another episode of the SALT podcast, Saved and Living Transparent. Matthew chapter 5, verses 13 through 14 says, You are the salt of the earth, but what good is salt if it has lost its flavor? Can you make it salty again? It will be thrown out and trampled underfoot as worthless. You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. Yo, welcome back, Salt Podcast family. We are back yet again with another episode. And this is actually our last episode of season four. I know, y'all. Last episode, season finale. Um, It is truly amazing that the season, this season has gone by so fast. And I know I've been saying it the last couple of episodes, but things have really been going extremely fast. <laughs> Um, we've been having some great conversations. God has given us some great topics to talk about. Um, and we just, we're so thankful for all the listeners. Like we say, every single time we get on here, um, shout out to, uh, Matt Hicks. He was on a few episodes ago. I think he was our only guest this, this season. Um, but y'all, we've been having so much fun doing this and we thank God that we're able to do it each and every episode. Um, but Jay, go ahead and tell the people, how you're doing today? How was your week last week? What's been going on, girl? Hello. What is up, my salt and light people, people of light and salt? Yes. It's good to talk to y'all one last time for y'all to hear my voice one last time this year. Um, I am blessed, y'all. God has been really moving in my life, and I know he's doing the same for you all because I see it in my own. Um, but y'all, I am officially a member of the board of directors. Um, I was approved. My nomination was approved for um, an organization I did my gap year program with. Um, it's not officially up on the website, so you know, but it um, it's with a nonprofit I work with. Yes, um, back in twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one that service mm-hmm. year, um, a, an amazing organization, and I'm just honored and very privileged to be on the board. They were looking to diversify that board and I definitely commend them for doing so. And they were interested in my nomination as an individual in public health, as a black woman, as a native of, of Birmingham, which their uh, headquarters are um, as a young female, they were, they were interested in, in having my voice. And as an alum of the organization, like I said, I've been through it. Right. Um, their board is kind of atypical. A lot of older white men that are retired lawyers that, uh, from what I've been told, uh, by their um, director, their executive director. So she was looking to diversify. And so I'm just honored and privileged. And it's just always crazy, y'all. I promise y'all, it is so amazing when you see God at work and how things connect. Mm-hmm. Like I took a gap year. I did it only because I genuinely didn't know if I wanted to get a master's immediately or going to the workforce. And so I said, I'm gonna take a gap year. And so I, I served um, as an AmeriCorps service member with a nonprofit based in Birmingham. Um, and so that's the nonprofit in which I'm I'm now on the board of directors. But y'all yeah, had no idea I would be yeah. in such a position to be under 30 years old, 
um, and on on a board of directors, regardless of, you know, some people may learn, oh, well, it's a nonprofit. I don't care. It's a position <laughs> of influence in which I can shed my light and be mm-hmm. some salt in that room. Okay. That's so, and so I'm just honored. And I, I thank God y'all, I was crying. I was like, oh my God. Cause I mean, I never expected it. Mm-hmm. And so I just give all praise and glory to God. Um, other than that, uh, please keep me in your prayers. Uh, I had my wisdom teeth removed almost a month ago. And it, and it seems that I may be having some kind of complications. So uh, keep me in your prayers. I'm just praying for a speedy recovery um, and that all would be well. I'm believing for for healing and that I have healing that Jesus did it over 3000 years ago. Um, not to say I still don't feel the pain, but, you know, my <laughs> mind is, is is in faith. My mind and heart is in faith. Right. Keep me please lifted and I will do the same for you. Um, just as a quick record, like I said, this is our season finale. Um, the month of October in which this episode will be released. Um, y'all make this last three months count believe God would do a new thing in you. Um, I have my comprehensive exam uh, that I have to take as a part of receiving my master's in public health degree after that point in which I will begin to apply for jobs. So again, keep me in your prayers. Right. <laughs> um, in November, I'm, I'm Lord's will. We don't touch on that. Lord's willing. Um, I'm trying to go to a conference in November. Um, it's the American Public Health uh, Association Conference, y'all. It's the big dogs for public health people. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to go. Uh, so I'm praying, God, if there's a will, there's a way. And, and if it's meant for me, it's meant for me. But if not, I won't be going. Um, and of course, I probably will celebrate Thanksgiving back in Birmingham. And last but not least, your girl will be prayerfully walking the stage on December 9th of 2023 with her master's in public health at 9 a.m. <laughs> at the illustrious Tennessee State University. Lord your tigers but yeah i so, love that you know the exact time that it's gonna be i love oh, it baby, i will be dressed and ready have to let me go um, ahead and put that in my calendar now <laughs> but i encourage y'all as like i said we in the last last stretch of the year believe god can do a new thing at any point at any time and and leave room for the miraculous it's, it's my words of encouragement uh pray for me and i pray for you um but dr jazz oh and i have to give commence to my co-host i freaking love jazz that's my bestie um we fuss, we fight, we love, um, we cry. <laughs> but I feel like we laugh a lot, though. A we, I know, right? It's probably not, though. I'm really creative. But we laugh a lot, y'all. I called, She called me on her lunch break because, you know, I'm the work from home, friend. No. We just be laughing, chopping it up. But I'm so proud of you. I love you. And I'm just, y'all, thank y'all for just everything, all the support, all the people we touched, all the small comments. Like, oh, I heard your last episode. Like, that's encouraging. Because mm-hmm. sometimes we don't think nobody listens to it, but our grandmas. But, you know, shout out to grandmas. <laughs> but we we just so shout thankful. Shout out to my grandmas, too. Shout out to my grandma. <laughs> um, we so thankful. And I love you, Jazz. And I'm, I'm just excited for what God has been able to do in us and through us and for us and what he's going to continue to do. But tell us what's going on. Yes, I love you too, girl. I really thank God for you. Um, that really that check in really blessed me. It really did. Um, and low-key kind of increased my faith a little bit. Um, but for me, as we wrap up with um our updates and stuff, um, I'm still working hard on my job, taking things one at a time, one day at a time, excuse me, with um helping as many students as we have in the college of business at my school, just trying to make sure everybody is is being helped and we're not, you know, not missing anybody being very strategic and intentional about our interactions with students. Um, still serving on committees. I told y'all about that. Um, I was chosen to be on a committee to, to really, um, you know, really concentrate more on building up, you know, teaching within the college of business and make sure we're excelling and see what are some ways we can get better with that. 
Um, I'm on I'm on a committee. I'm on a couple committees for the Black Faculty and Staff Association, AUA as well. I'm doing a lot of stuff trying to build up my resume, but also just trying to, like Jay said, be the salt and the light wherever I go and just try to be helpful. Um, but at the same time, not overwhelm myself. Um, which brings me to my next point. Definitely not trying to get overwhelmed this semester with everything going on, trying to balance school, um, ministry obligations, work, and just having a personal life. So I'm still navigating that. I'm doing better and better each and every day. Um, and I just, I tell anybody, just continue to pray y'all to get strength. Um, listening to, I actually started listening to some intercessory prayers in the mornings. Um, there's a lady named Charday Martin. She does like these intercessory prayers. Um, I'm not really sure what ministry she's a part of, <clears throat> but she does these. I mean, it's on Apple Music, probably Spotify, anywhere you can get um, any streaming platform. But she does these albums where, you know, she has these musicians playing um, like worship style music, like intercessory, like warfare music in the background. And she's like going in and praying prayers, interceding. I mean, she's an amazing intercessor and God has given her some stuff to really um, encourage people with. So I encourage you, I may um, drop the link in the show notes, but they really been helping me in the mornings just to listen to some really good intercessory prayers to start my day off. Right. Especially if I'm battling some stuff within my mind and within my spirit. Um, also y'all pray for me. My pastor has asked me to speak um, on the fifth Sunday of this month. Um, and so I haven't done anything like that in a while, just like, like seven to 10 minutes, just, um, like a little highlight, uh, words of encouragement, if you will, inspirational word. And he wants me to be one of the, the young people to speak because we're having a youth Sunday. So, um, youth and young adult Sunday. So y'all pray for me that God gives me the words to say. He words my mouth and gives me something to encourage everybody, um, with, but with that being said, this is our, again, our season finale. And we are um, so appreciative of all of our listeners that have supported us up until this point. Like I said, shout out to um, our only special guest this season, Matt Hicks. Um, we had him on a few episodes ago and he was just amazing to have. And he will be on another episode at some point because um, we just really enjoyed him. We've really just, we've dived, we have taken a, a deep dive into this whole theme of everything new, having a new perspective in Jesus Christ, um, and just continuing to encourage y'all, like we say on every episode, to walk in the newness of Christ um, and to consider how, you know, God thinks about your situation, you know, changing your perspective on how you should live your life and, and you know, what are some things that God has laid on your heart to do? God's plan and purpose in our lives are truly better. Um, your transformation in Christ is day to day and you have to be intentional about following Christ every single day. Every single day you wake up, be intentional about walking with Christ. Forget what you knew before and pick up your cross and follow him. God wants to do a new thing in your life. As Jay was saying, um, we're in the last quarter of the year, y'all. God is still working. I don't know about anybody else. And the, the year has flown by, but God can still do some things in your life. So just be, just don't be surprised when it happened for you because it's going to happen. Okay. Um, and then to kind of wrap us up with the intro part, let's talk about an episode recap. So our last episode, excuse me, was entitled Identity Crisis. And so Jay really led our discussion. She did a great job, really great job on this, by the way, of saying how sometimes Christians have, um, they, ident they tend to identify with other things other than Christ. Like, we we tend to identify with like being conservative or um you know 
just identifying with our race, whether it's like being a black Christian or a white Christian or any of any other those any of those other races, um, we tend to gravitate towards certain denominations, um, whether that be Baptist, Church of God in Christ, um, Pentecostal, Apostolic, uh, Baptist, Seven Day Adventist, uh, Presbyterian, Episcopalian, whatever you want to say. Um, all of the boxes are checked. I mean, we have a tendency to identify with everything else, but who Christ is and what he stands for and what that's what our true identity lies in. And so our main scripture was coming from John chapter 12, verse 32. And we just wanted to encourage people that our identity in Jesus comes from his word. And he wants us to love him first and foremost, love people and to love ourselves, love ourselves. So if you didn't check out that episode yet, do us a favor. Stop listening here to this brand new episode and go back and listen to Identity Crisis. And we're sure you'll be able to get something tangible out of that episode. And with that being said, let's hop into our main discussion where we'll talk about our main topic for today. All right, y'all, we are back with our main topic for this episode and it is kind of bittersweet, I should say, because, again, we're doing the season finale. But I just really love some of the the topics that we've been able to come up with this. Um, I was about to say this semester. Lord, my higher education mindset. Um, just being able to come up with episodes this season. We're just like the stuff that God gives us, y'all, is just so profound. Yeah. And this topic today is um, it's no different, you know, so we're just going to hop right into it. So, Jay, I just, you know, as we were talking about, you know, what were we going to discuss on this episode, we sat down and talked and we was like, do you really, you know, how do you feel, you know, the will about the will of God? What does that actually mean to you? Because I really sat down and thought about it. And, you know, it's a it's a phrase that you always hear in church, you know, being the will of God. You know, if you're outside of God's will, that's somewhere you don't want to be. So what does that mean to you? specifically? Oh, that's a great question. Thank you for asking that. Um, I would say the will of God to me, my understanding is God's, the will of God is God's plan and purpose for your life. Uh, it means what he intended when he, you know, created you, had you in his mind before you even, you know, formed in your mother's womb, Jeremiah, uh, one, um, I, I believe that's his will, his plan yes. for your life. Um, and my, you know, I think I mentioned on his several times, my favorite scripture, um, I've been Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, the thoughts right. I think towards you. And in that he says, it's good. It's not evil. It's to prosper you, give you expected end. Um, so I think it's his plan, his will, his purpose, his intention mm -hmm. uh, behind you. I, I, I would say it's, it's an individual thing mm -hmm. as well as a collective because we are all in the body of Christ and we are all a part of his kingdom, his, so good. his leadership. And so we also have a will and a plan and a purpose as a body of Christ on earth. That's There's so an good. assignment um, that goes beyond us that will mm -hmm. outlive us here on this side that we are to accomplish, which, you know, part of that is the great commission, mm -hmm. spread the good news, spread the gospel, love one another. Love God, of course, with all your heart, all of these things in which we've been commanded to love our neighbors as well right. um, is a part of that wheel. So I think there's an individual will as well as a collective will in the body of Christ. 
Oh, that's so good. I never even thought about it because I always thought it thought of it as an individualized thing. Mm-hmm. So, and when you say that, I was like, that is so true, you know, about the Great Commission and how we are to be fishers of men, you mm-hmm. know. Right. Um, and so and to be disciples. And I can't remember the scripture off the top of my head, but God commands us to be to go and, and make disciples in all of the earth and all of the world. And so that is so good. Um, how it's a it's a collective, but also it's individualistic in a way that God wants us to be in, He wants us to to be in His, to have His perspective. And that's what we're we're trying to really bring home with our the theme of uh season four is that he wants us to have the same perspective as him. We should live in the will of God because we love God so much, but that we want to do anything in our power to to serve him and to be purposeful in whatever we do, right? And so what does the Bible say about living in the will of God? So there's one specific scripture I wanted to point out here. Um, and it's in the book of Psalms, chapter 32, verse eight. It says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you and watch over you. Okay, so in this psalm, David is saying that, um, you know, he's saying that God, God is going to give us instructions. He's going to teach us in the way that we should go. And he's going to counsel us and give us wisdom on and watch over us in, in, in the things of our lives. He cares about every single thing that we're going through. And I think um, I know we talked about this on the last episode. He knows every single hair that's on our head. And it's not just a figure of speech. It's something that's real. And 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 God cares about that. Like he wants to know everything about us because he made us. He made us. You know, he took the the dirt of the earth and he made Adam. He created Adam. And so he that the way he created Adam was in his own image. You know what I'm saying? And so we are are God's people. And so when you look at this will, living in the will of God, you first have to commit your decisions to God. And whatever specific major decision that you're making, commit that to the Lord. Pray about it, fast about it, and say, Lord, I want you to take take a hold of this thing and take the will because I want to be in your will, in your plans, in your purposes. What what matters to you matters to me. Number two, read his word, read the scriptures, really labor over that and, and see what God says about your specific situation. Number three, understand your circumstances. Know that some things are going to be individualistic. Like we said before, you know, my circumstance might be different than Jayla's and Jayla's circumstance may be different than somebody else's. So understand what you're going through and really go to God in spirit and in truth and to interpret, interpret that, excuse me. And then number four, seek godly counsel or advice. So we've always talked about surrounding yourselves with people that, look like God, you know, they act like Christ and they're striving to be like God more and more every day. Um, this could be a close friend. This could be a pastor. This could be um, a godly figure, a mentor that you have around you. This could be a godly parent or a godly, um, you know, guardian, a parental guardian, whatever. Um, just seek godly counsel so they can give you advice on what you should do because God may impart some wisdom into them to give to you. And then last but not least, trust the Holy Spirit's guidance. When you're going through things and you have a big decision to make about anything, it could be something small or something major, trust that the Holy Spirit is going to guide you. Proverbs chapter three, verses five through six. We talk about it all the time. 
Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. So we have to acknowledge him in everything that we do. We have to trust that the Holy Spirit is is guiding us in what we do. So I believe everything that we've kind of set up to this point, living in the will of God, he wants to instruct and teach us according to how he how he feels and how he thinks we should live. And so our main scripture for today to kind of coincide with Psalms chapter 32 is 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58. And it says, therefore, my beloved brothers and sisters, be steadfast, immovable, always excelling in the work of the Lord, always doing your best and doing more than is needed, being continually aware that your labor even to the point of exhaustion in the Lord is not futile nor wasted. It is never without purpose. We have to remember. Yeah. I just want to add, we have to remember that God's intent for our life is always purposeful. Obviously we always say God is an intentional God. Um, We are not here by happenstance, by coincidence, by any of the sort. And so in the same way, the work that we do should be intentional. It should have a purpose, a plan to it. Um, and kind of connecting that back to, uh, Psalms, making sure that God is ordering yourself. And I want to go back and kind of add this. Um, I have been listening to, uh, Pastor Michael Kate, like the dad of Faith Chapel, the founding pastor of Faith Chapel Christian Center in Birmingham. I had went back and started to listen to a series called Listen Up. It was about, um, listening to the Holy Spirit. And, uh, one thing he brought up, I think in the first episode, he um, pulled out Hebrews 11 and three and his point uh, from that was, well, let me read. I'll read it for you guys. It says by faith, we understand that the universe was formed at God's commands. So that what is seen now was not made out of what was visible. Um, from that, I want to pull that a part. You have to understand obedience precedes understanding. You will not understand it all the way when you, you are being led by God, by God's will. And even to the point of exhaustion, you feel like, you know, we, we've heard the scripture, don't grow weary and well-doing. And even First Corinthians saying you might get exhausted in your labor, mm-hmm. but understand you may not have that understanding of the end in mind or what's going to happen in the end or how God's going to work it out. But you have to be obedience. Obedience will precede that understanding. That's good. That's, you know, he orders your steps, but he's like a light, right? He's a lamp unto your feet. God is literally lighting each and every little step. Okay, here's a light. Just go here. He's not showing you the whole path. You ever think about that? God's not going to show you the whole path because half of us wouldn't take it. <laughs> we we want the good job. We want the beautiful family. We want the success. But it's like, okay, to get there, I'm going to need to take you through this. Right. If we saw all of what we had to go through, we'd be like, nah, God, pick somebody else. We'd be like Jonah when he didn't want to go to Nineveh. He'd be like, nope, pick somebody else. I'm, I'm running. I'm gone. That's so a true. Lot of, and a lot of our prophets have been exhausted and weird. Um, I actually went to church today and, and they were talking about Elijah and how um, when Beth, uh, not Beth Sheba, <laughs> um, what's that girl name? The evil, wicked lady. I can't remember. Y'all, normally people call her. Okay. But basically he was um, the evil lady. Man, I hate to call her that. I wish I knew her name. But it's escaping me. But basically, she has sent a hit out on him. Mm. Um, in colloquial terms, she was like, listen, she had her prophets call on Baal and Elijah was calling on God. And they was like, whoever rained down fire first is the real God. And obviously they called on Baal. They cut themselves. And Baal, with a little G God, 
didn't do nothing. But God, uh, Elijah put water on that altar and God rained down fire. Mm, 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 and mm. so Bathsheba, Bathsheba oh, um, <laughs> the wicked woman uh, was like, yeah, I'm going to put a hit out on him. Um, Jezebel, thank you, Holy Spirit. Jezebel, mm-hmm. Jezebel put a hit out on Elijah, like I want him dead, and he ran for his life, and literally was like, God, just kill me now. This is too much. So know that you are not alone, and and this 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 the race is not given to the swift, but those who endure. So you you may get weary, you may get tired and well doing, but but don't lose hope, don't give up. I <laughs> I just no, I want to commend you for that for bringing in that story because that's so um. That's so profound. And I think a lot of people, you know, as we continue to live for God, the more the let me let me back up. The more we continue to live for God, the more his will comes into focus. And mm-hmm. so when you were saying like obedience precedes, um, what did you say? Obedience precedes understanding. Understanding. That is so true because in order for us to really live this life for God, like we want to live it. We have to obey. We always say obedience is better than sacrifice. And so as we continue to live for God, it's going to make more sense as we go along. It may not be making sense right now. Like, well, Lord, why I need to do such and such? This doesn't make any sense to me. This is not this is not getting me to my desired, you know, ending. And I know for me, I never and I've I've said this before, I never would have thought I would be in the career that I'm in because I always wanted to work in sports. I always wanted to work in college athletics and lead an athletics department um, and athletics department at a school, at a college. Never thought in a million years I would be teaching nobody anything in a, in a organized setting, in a classroom, doing all these speaking engagements. If anybody knows me, they know that, you know, I'm, I'm a talker, but you really got to get me out of that box. Cause I'm not just like that on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. But God knew what the end would look like. And I I still don't know what the end looks like. I'm just trusting God and having faith. But he's like, no, I don't want you in that area anymore. You've served your purpose there, working in college sports. But now I want you to do something different because I have another assignment for you to do. And as I kept trusting God and I kept praying and I kept fasting, I kept asking God, okay, what you want me to do? Like I'm confused, but I kept being obedient. I said, okay, I'll apply for this job. Okay, Lord, I'll, you know, I'll start helping these students and I start somebody, somebody came up to me one day and said, hey, can you do, you know, present this information to these students about advising or about student success? Okay, I'll do it. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I'll just do it. And so as I kept doing that, it made more sense. He started revealing more of his purpose to me, even though I don't know the whole picture still at 29 years old. I started making it started making more sense because I was walking and talking with God and everything he wanted me to do started to come into focus. And I remember on our first episode, we talked about new perspective, having new specs, new glasses. When you walk with God, you're going to start having glasses on your eyes and stuff going to start making a lot more sense. It's not going to be as fuzzy and blurry as it was at first. Because you're like, why am I doing this, Lord? This ain't making no sense. None. But you look back in two or three years, you're going to be like, oh, that's why you wanted me to do such and such. Mm-hmm. That's why I had that meeting with so-and-so. That's why you told me to reach out to such-and-such and and go out to lunch with them or whatever it may have been. It's all going to make sense. It may not make sense right now, but it will eventually. Um, And also, when we exercise faith, we're forcing ourselves to take on a new perspective of how things are supposed to go. 
we're forcing ourselves to put on new glasses and have a new perspective. It is very uncomfortable because you don't know what is going to happen. And Jay, I know you feel me on this because it's like, in your head, it's supposed to play out this way. But then it ends up being something totally different. But it ends up being better than you could ever have imagined. And you know it's God. You know it's God. So I just say, when you just be courageous, be bold in your faith. And sometimes when you do this, you may have feelings of fear, doubt, you know, worry or anxiousness. But in Philippians, it says, and Paul says in chapter four, verses six through seven, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with Thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So the more you keep obeying him, even though it's, it's seemed crazy right then, just keep obeying him. Noah in the Bible, and we talked about this last week in our Sunday school lesson at church. Noah looked real foolish to a lot of people. <laughs> there had been a massive drought in the land. No rain in sight. None. And God revealed to him, he said, I want you to build this ark because I want to save you and your family. You've been faithful. I want you to start the new, the next generation of people because the people that's been down here, they ain't been doing right. So I want to, I'm, I'm going to wipe the earth with them. And if you want to go back and read that, it's in Genesis. And, you know, God is, we have grace and mercy right now. But back then it went, you know, he went so lovey-dovey. <laughs> um, but back then he was like, I'm going to wipe the earth with these people because they haven't been doing like I wanted them to do. So we're going to start over. And I want you and your family to be fruitful and multiply and continue to populate the earth. Just like he told Adam and Eve, he told Noah and his family the same thing. I want y'all to be fruitful and multiply. And I want y'all to build this ark. And people laughed at Noah. They was like, what is you talking about? There's no rain anywhere. And lo and behold, God's, God's word came true. And it rained for 40 days and 40 nights. And a lot of people were destroyed and they died. But Noah and his family were restored. They were, they were saved because they obeyed God. So take that into account too. And remember, God can handle your your worries, your doubts, your stress, your your anger, even your frustrations. He can handle that. Um, there's a, a story in, in Mark nine uh, where Jesus, um, the, there's a father that brings his possessed child to Jesus, and um, you know he, Jesus ends up healing him. And the father, the father of the child, ends up making the statement. I think in verse twenty three or twenty four, um, "Lord, help my unbelief." Um, and that was actually a sermon <laughs> preached a while ago that I had heard. But God can even handle it. You ask him to help you where you fall short. Lord, I just don't see it through. Help my unbelief. God can handle your truth. He knows how you're feeling. He already knows what you're thinking. So know that God can handle that. And, you know, there's nothing wrong. I know we're saying being in God's will. We're not saying you cannot have a plan or trajectory in mind for your life. There's nothing wrong. We should, like I, like I prefaced it, this episode was saying, you should be intentional about your time. Our time is finite. We're only here for a speck in infinity. When we think about the, once we die and we go on to um, eternity, that's mm -hmm. a, earth is just a speck of our time. And so you do need to be intentional with your time, with your interactions, with how you are, are moving and grooving or whatever on this earth, in, in, in this earth. Um, and at the end, you will be judged. Um, so you do have to have a sense of the end in mind um, as you go forth, thinking of the bigger picture. 
because our life is not our own. We mm. also have to realize that God's will and purpose and plans for our life always will precede us. It will go beyond. We are just a, a, a player in the game. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it will go beyond us. Whatever you do, whatever accomplishment, whatever goal, it's just a piece of a puzzle, but it's not the big, not the larger picture. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I would encourage you guys to ask in faith. So whatever you your your thoughts are, you know, you want to be a doctor or you want to go to medical school or you want to open up your own business or Lord, you know, I really want to be married. I want a family. Yeah. Whatever it is, make sure you ask in faith. Mark eleven twenty four says, therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. Mm. So you have to have faith when you go to God, share God, share with God your interests, your desires, your plans. You know, be open and honest with him. We tell our friends, we tell our mom and daddy, you know, so they get our fire back. Be like, mom, I already got, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to school. This is my major. I changed it three times, but <laughs> this is what I really want to do. You know what I'm saying? No, we talk to our so parents. Good. We talk to everybody else. Talk to God. Yes, that sat with me. Oh, I know that's the Holy Spirit confirming a mess out of what I saw earlier this week. Um, I was doing a devotional Friday and I started reading about, what was it? It was um the woman with the issue of blood. Most people are very familiar with the, the scripture, and I'm just gonna put this little this little pen right here. I'm sorry, Jayla, to to rock your flow. But the Holy Spirit brought this in my mind. I was reading that, and y'all, that's a very familiar passage of scripture. This lady had been dealing with this issue for a long time, a long time. And she touched the hem of, of Jesus' garment, you know, of his of his clothes, because she needed something from the Lord. Like she was desperate. She had nothing to lose. She was desperate for a healing. She didn't know who else to go to. She didn't know what else to do. She reached out to him. But one thing the scriptures uh, told, uh, the scripture said, and the Holy Spirit revealed it to me. And I've, I've heard the, the story countless times, but it says that the woman with the issue of blood ter- told all of her truth to God. If you think about that, all of her truth, of course, Jesus probably knew the issue, you know, her physical issue, but she she shared everything, the truth and what she was going through. And a lot of people, and I think that was the that was the the catalyst and the reason the thing that unlocked her healing because she the Lord says to worship him in spirit and in truth. We have to be real with Jesus about what we're going through, what we're worried about, you know, we need to lay the things at his feet. And she physically literally did that and she got healed because God showed saw that her faith was like, I'm going to get to Jesus and I'm going to tell him everything. I'm going to lay it out there. Here's my truth. I've been struggling with this, you know, and it, it probably was, it probably was, you know, embarrassing for her to say that, to tell about everything she had been, her physical condition. I can only imagine how embarrassed she was, you know, blood everywhere and, you know, I don't know how she smelled. I don't know how she looked. I mean, she was desperate, y'all. And the Holy Spirit convicted me so bad. You ain't really been telling God everything. Tell him what you're struggling with. Tell him what you need help with. Because we think we be praying and stuff like that, but it be these lukewarm uh, prayers. And we ain't going for real. We ain't going hard in prayer like we need to. I got so convicted with that, y'all. And that's been with me ever since I read that devotion. We have got to tell him our whole truth. When you do that, your healing is going to be unlocked. Your deliverance is going to be unlocked and you will never be the same. We have to to walk and talk with Jesus and be true and real with him because that's the only way we're going to get through some of this stuff for real. So sorry, but that just came to my mind. 
No, I'm going to stick with that because I kind of came to that revelation a couple of weeks ago. I noticed, you know why I think a lot of times we we don't keep it 100, keep it above, whatever you want to call it. Mm, 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 it's be- mm. Well, I speak for Jayla, for Jay. Sometimes when I know it's something, maybe I feel I shouldn't be feeling. As, as Christians, sometimes we feel like, Lord, I shouldn't be lusting after this man. Mm. I shouldn't be in fear, God. I should be in faith. So we don't want to talk to God about it because mm-hmm. we feel we shouldn't be feeling that. We mm-hmm. shouldn't be having these thoughts. God, I shouldn't be depressed or whatever. So I'm not going to talk to you about it. Because we feel this guilt, this sense of really it's just, it's just condemnation of the enemy that no, you shouldn't be feeling that way. Don't need so so we don't want to talk. And that was my case. Yeah. I realized that there were some things that I felt maybe I shouldn't be feeling or thinking. And so I'm not gonna bring that to God because I'm I'm not even supposed to feel like that. I'm not supposed to think about that. He already knows. Mm-hmm. So I hope that encourages somebody, but just know he already knows. He knows your thoughts, he knows your your ideas, your 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 conversations in your Thank mind, you, whatever you plan out, your intentions. He knows it all. He is omniscient. He's all knowing. So mm-hmm. don't feel that I can't go to God with this because I'm not supposed to feel this way. That he already know we are filthy rag. That's why Jesus here. That's why Jesus was sent. Excuse me. He knows mm. it. Mm. So I hope, you know, just put that in your back pocket, save for later. Yes. <laughs> but um, aside from that, y'all, you know, ask in prayer. Like I said, ask in prayer. Make sure whatever you ask um, that you are asking in faith, you believe that God can it can be done mm-hmm. but also have the understanding that god's will may be different you may be asking for a and god's plan is for you to have b mm, so understand that you know if you really want to be in his will you have to accept whatever he wants for your life because That's what he so wants good. is what's best for you and sometimes it may be hindsight I, y'all i ain't gonna lie i love a little hindsight stuff like i mentioned with my check-in when, when I put it in hindsight, like, wow, God had me do this internship so that I could be on this board of directors. I don't know where this board of directors is going to lead me. I Mm-mm. have no idea. I'm Mm-mm. a little scared. So I'm like, Lord, where you, you taking me, Jesus? Where you taking me? <laughs> but but I had no idea. That was not my plan or my intention. So and yeah. it's just amazing to know that that was nothing but God. Mm-hmm. Nothing but God. I don't know anybody in my family that has been on any board of directors. Mm. I don't. I don't. Um, and so it's amazing to see God at work in your life when you are spirit led and i want to clarify what being led by the spirit means and sometimes what it can can manifest itself as mm-hmm. it could be an internal voice hey you need to call such and such why don't you ask them to dinner or why don't you reach out to this company apply mm-hmm. for this job it could be a small sort of voice an internal voice um and we talked about go back to our previous episode i think two episodes ago, so we did that talk about the difference in the voices of the enemy and god so make mm-hmm. sure you understand that the distinguishing but the holy spirit does speak to us all the time mm-hmm. so sometimes it may be an internal voice Mm-hmm. Sometimes it may be the loss or gaining of your peace. So uh, <laughs> you may be like, oh, I really like this car. You may have been looking for a new car and the car is nice is what you wanted. But some about it just don't sit right in your spirit. I don't know if yes. anybody's ever been in that situation or maybe it's a, a person you think is just cute, but some just don't sit right. Or, you know, you want to do something, but something ain't <laughs> sitting right. You losing your peace. Yes. Sometimes that's how the spirit leads you. He like, uh uh-huh. I, don't talk don't talk to that boy don't talk to that girl don't buy that car don't don't get that house don't don't apply for that job whatever it may be but it's a quickening in your spirit where you either losing or gaining your peace um another is god may be uh confirming things through other people so you you god have, may have give, given you a word and somebody prophesied to you and tell you something confirms it right god is gonna tell you first but then it's gonna be confirmed it's like ooh, okay 
Okay. Maybe that is true. So, so those are just ways in which God can really lead you. You can be spirit led, led by the spirit to, to do things or to, to what, what have you, like I said, um, living, being able to live in the will of God. Some of those are, are actionable things in which, um, you could be led through. Another thing you want to do, like I said, it's, it's good to plan. You want to set goals. You want to set objectives. Habakkuk 2 and 2 says, the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain or engrave it. We've heard write the vision, make it plain. It's important to write down, you know, your thoughts, your, your action plan. Um, <clears throat> making smart goals, just the public health side of me. A smart goal is specific, measurable, mm-hmm. achievable, relevant and time-based or time-oriented. So you want to make goals that you can achieve, you can set markers for. So if you know you want to be, um, you know, a director of this department within the next 10 years or five years, set a plan. What what are your, what kind of moves, what kind of people, what kind of organizations, what kind of leadership positions, opportunities do you think you want to take or be a part of? Mm -hmm. Things of that nature. Uh, Organizations or certifications you want to get, whatever it may be. But look at that. Not only that, um, ask the Holy Spirit for help when you setting these goals. God, I ain't never, nobody in my family ever, you know, went to school and I don't know, you know, how to apply for, for college, whatever. Ask the Holy Spirit for help. Mm-hmm. He may help you or he may send help. He you may know, send somebody. You know, he, he may send yeah. a raven or a, a ram in a bush, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. But he may send help. But ask for help. God, I don't know how to do this. This is new to me. Nobody in my family, nobody I know that never done this. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to do it. Um and I would also say, make sure you leave room for God to respond. I, I think I, I need to go back on that because sometimes we we talk to God. I think I, I mentioned I've been very intentional. I've been trying to be very intentional about making time for God. Um, I'll be very real with y'all. <laughs> God snapped on me um, because <clears throat> I was one time I was like, man, I think it was like a weekend or something. And because sometimes as a female, I just like, man, I, I love to get dressed up. I love to do my makeup. It's like, man, I love to go on a date. And God was like, you don't need to talk to me. And I was like, boom. Like, oh, you don't need to wow. spend time with me. And I was like, mm. oh, God, what you trying to say? What you mm. mean? And it like really hit my spirit. And I realized, you know, although I may be looking for intimacy and again, not in a sexual way. Um, mm-hmm. But God is like, I'm looking for intimacy with you. You can't even give me time. Jesus. Why would I give you somebody? Not to say God is holding my man hostage. You know, I don't know where my man at, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> why man, would I give man. you some? But sometimes that's how we get in those positions of making people, putting people above God. It could be a friend or a lover, but we put people above God because we haven't prioritized God. And then we wonder why things go left and it's and it's out of things are out of order in your life. You got to mm-hmm. put God first. And I had to realize that. So, you know, like I said, I try to find creative ways to spend time with God, whether that's a walk, whether I'm, um, <clears throat> excuse me, working out. I think Jason mentioned she works out and that's like literally her time to, to praise and commune with God, mm-hmm. you know, finding creative ways to like give space to talk to God and let him talk back to you. Mine literally be a conversation like, listen, God, I want to do this, but then he'll bring this to me and I'd be like, well, da, 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 da. Lord, help me, you know, whatever. It's literally back and forth, but I, I do try to really leave room for God to speak. You know, I do yoga in the morning just to stretch and help my flexibility and range of motion. Sometimes I have that time in which I, I cut off everything and it's just quiet and I'm just, you know, communing with the spirit um, mm-hmm. and, and, and listening. And so these are some of the things, you know, ways in which you you can really be in God's will. You know, that's where you want to be. Like we said, that's that's what the church say. But it's true. It's so true. It is so true. Ask anybody, any seasoned saint, um, you know, God's, <clears throat> the things that God have, has for us come with no sorrow, Mm-mm. no problems, right? That's right. Come easy. 
So you want to be where God has you to be. And honestly, you can save a lot of time, energy, feelings, all of that when you're in his will. I promise. It's so much better. And the scripture says, and, you know, talking about being in his will as we wrap up our discussion, um, in, in God's presence, there's fullness of joy. And it, at his right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. So when you think about those times where you got to take time for God and you want to commune with him, like Jay was saying, you know, God convicted her. It's like, hey, you need to have some intimate time with me. Talk to me. Like, I want to get to know you more. I want to hear about, you know, some of those things that you're going through. Like I said before earlier, he wants to know the truth of how you feel about a certain situation. Um, just being transparent because that's how we like to be on here. I recently lost a friend. That was really, really um, a big person in my life. I talked to about a lot of stuff. We talked almost every day. But it was based on what the spirit, you know, wanted to happen. The Holy Spirit said, you have to let that person go. And I had been told by a couple people, not just one, a couple, (laughs) to let this person go. You know, this person does not mean you any good. Um, There's no fruit from this type of, you know, relationship type of union. So, you're going to have to cut this person off. And so I had been mourning that the loss of that, that friendship and trying to come to grips with God is doing a new thing in your life, Jasmine. You cannot hold on to these old people, the past of how things have always been done. Like, you know, you've been saved for a while now. Now it's time to crank it up a notch. Like it is what it is. Like some people just cannot go with you and that's fine. You wish people well, you pray for them, but you know, some people are not meant to be in your life, but for a season, you know, and after that, you got to keep it, check up the deuces and keep rolling. So, you know, just being transparent with that, I've been battling that. And so I, I pray to God, you know, I have, I have my friendship with Jay and I was like, Lord, you know, send me some other like-minded, you know, female friends that, you know, that live closer. You know, I love Jay, but you know, she's a little far, but um, give me some, some other young female friends that I can call and I can go do things with and, you know, and me and my mom have a great, a great relationship as well. Thank, thank God for that. And we do stuff, but you know, Lord, give me some other people around my age that I can, you know, I can talk to, talk to them about, about God, about some of my ambitions, some of the things that I've be, been wanting to do, some of the things you laid on my heart. And so I had to be truthful with God. I had to be truthful with him about that this week and just be like, Lord, I want to be in your will. So I'm being truthful about what I'm going through. I just want you to lead me, instruct me. As Psalms 32 says, instruct me and teach me how you want me to go, how you want me to be. So, um, yeah, we just, we really enjoyed talking about this subject of living in God's will. And we pray that something that we said really touched your hearts, really spoke to your spirit. Um, And as we continue to wrap up our episode, we want to talk about our scriptures of the week. So mine is Psalms chapter 25, verses eight through nine. It says, good and upright is the Lord. Therefore, he instructs sinners in his ways. He guides the humble in what is right and teaches them his way. And so as we continue to talk about, y'all, Psalms is packed. I'm telling (laughs) y'all, David really went in in Psalms. Like God really gave him some stuff in in that book. I'm telling y'all, it's over a hundred and some chapters. Read Psalms when y'all get a chance, like little by little. Um, I'm sure there are some good devotionals on um, the Bible app for the book of Psalms, but y'all that stuff be, it be getting me through, but it says here that the Lord is good and he's upright and he wants to instruct sinners. Anybody that doesn't know the Lord, that's not saved, that has, 
invited God in. You're a sinner and he wants to instruct you in all of your ways. And when he does that, he's going to continue to humble you and teach you what is right. And remember, y'all, what God says is right is right. His plans, his purposes are right. What he says is right. He can ne- He is a, a he is a God that cannot lie. He is a man that cannot lie. He is in no need to repent for anything because he doesn't lie. He doesn't like literally everything he says is true. So remember that he wants to lead and guide you. So trust him, obey him and let him unlock the potential in your life. Lord, I get me chills. Um, my scripture <laughs> of the week is John uh, chapter nine, verses four. As long as it is day, we must do the work of him who sent me. Night is coming when no one can work. Y'all, the old saints used to say, you got to be ready. You got to be ready. <laughs> um, The Lord yes. is coming back one yes. day. He's coming for a church. And if he don't come back by the time, you know, you hit old age, either way, we got to go. We can't stay here. We're not, we're meant for eternity. We, we were created for beyond this point. Yes. And so just know as you are going through life and, you're seeking to be in God's will, have the big, bigger picture in mind. It's not just uh, the what and how of your life, but think about why. Sometimes we get caught up in the, the what and how, but think about the why um, and the bigger picture and just know that God is coming back. So, you know, stay ready, have on that whole armor of God. Okay. So um, good. And yeah. What, what's up with our announcements though? I love it. Um, As we wrap up season finale of, um, season four. Um, we like to leave y'all with this announcement as we always do. Our small group that we're, me and Jayla are both a part of is led by our, our dear friend, Raven Ball. Um, she's a former guest of the podcast. We meet every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Um, we have group outings. We have different ways to fellowship. I'm sure as we're getting into the holiday season in the next couple months, Raven's going to start telling us about if she hasn't already because I wasn't able to make the last couple of meetings um, just because um, I have class on Tuesday nights, but I'm sure she's planning some outreach events and some ways that we can get involved in the community as she always has. We've gone to parks. We've handed out sandwiches and, and water and clothes to the needy, like homeless people. We've done a lot of stuff, um, had items, given items to um, Jimmy Hill mission and, and um, different women that have been battered and, and, and are in shelters. Like we've done so much stuff, y'all. Like God has really been blessing the group. And I pray that he continues to bless us in um, insurmountable ways. Um, the meeting ID will be in the show notes. So please be uh, be attentive to that. And we always post it on our social media. Please do not forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook as we always post um, little nuggets, um, information, Every Tuesday, we're going to have that that flyer for the small group posted. So make sure to check that out. Um, and again, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So if you have anybody in your family or know anybody with family members that have suffered from breast cancer, they may have gone on with, with the Lord or they um, are survivors and they're still living and you want to celebrate them. Um, there are various walks and events going on um, throughout the month of October in any type of location, you know, in Birmingham and other other locations, other states around the country, wherever you, you may be listening from. Um, if you would like, if the Lord leads you to do that, make sure you participate. 
maybe go on a walk, maybe give uh, give some donations to breast cancer research, whatever you desire to do. Um, and last but not least, we pray that all of you have a great rest of the year. Of course, we are wrapping here, wrapping up for the rest of the year. I don't think we're going to start season five um, anytime soon, just because we we get a, it's a lot of stuff going on, y'all. You know, Jay trying to finish up her master's, honey. Um, I'm trying to finish finish strong with my first semester of this new PhD program and I'm trying to work and things of that nature. And I just I'm just trying to uh, we just trying to finish strong. Yeah. So we need a little time to be able to do that and recoup. So y'all should see us at the top of 2024. OK, season five on deck. Um, and we just want to encourage you to God's still going to do some things that we in the last quarter of 2023. Y'all God's still going to make it happen for you. And Jay, you wanted to. Say a little thing, a few things. Um, yes, I just want to say, y'all, uh, I pray that as we move into the holiday season, I always think of those who have lost loved ones, who this season, the season of what may be fellowship and fun for others, may be a season of, of sadness and remembrance and grief. So I'm praying for everyone that, you know, this is able to be a joyous uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's as we wrap up. We definitely will be praying for you all in every household you represent. And we ask that you continue to pray for us. Um, we definitely love y'all and thank you again to Matt Hicks, our guest this season, and all our listeners and supporters in, in whatever way you've played a role, whether that's just listening, whether you text us, gave us a comment or review. We we genuinely from the bottom of my heart, thank you all. Um, God is definitely doing some great things in us, and we know He's doing some great things in y'all. Um, you want to go ahead and pray us out? Yes. Father God, we thank you and we bless you for being here today, being able to record this episode, being able to be in your presence, Lord God, and be in your will, Lord God. And we pray that all listeners, everybody that's listening to this podcast right now, Lord God, continue to work in their favor, Lord God, continue to change some things around for them, Lord God, continue to help them to be in your will, Lord God, help them to walk and to talk with you, Lord God, to commune with you, to read your scriptures and to learn who you are in, in your character It began to obey so you can open up the windows of heaven for them, Lord God, and pour them out a blessing, Lord God, that they have no, you know, not doesn't have room enough to receive, Lord God. Continue to just bless their households, Lord God. We ask that you continue to cover everybody. We speak Psalm 91 over them, Lord God, and we continue to just, um, just ask that you bless everyone that is listening, Lord God. We thank God for this time as we go into the last quarter of this year, Lord God. Continue to bless us, continue to hold us accountable, keep us um, humble, Lord God, and help us to, to follow your word. As we go through every holiday season, get to the end of the year, Lord God, let your purposes um, be found in our lives, Lord God. Help to lead us and where you want where you want us to go and do continue to do a great thing and a new thing in our lives, Lord God. We thank you. We bless you. And we give you all the honor and the glory and the praise. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, guys, don't forget, follow us on Instagram at We The Salt Podcast, as well as on uh, Facebook, The Salt Podcast. We love y'all. Make sure y'all leave us a like, a comment. Go back and listen to the whole season. Share it with your friends, your family. <laughs> and above all else, uh, love God, love others, love yourself, and be the flavor the world needs. Thank y'all. We love y'all. Bye. Peace. Liking what you heard so far? Well, let us know what you think by leaving a comment or rating on Apple Podcasts or our Instagram page. Details are listed in the description box.